Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy podcast that still has a trick up its sleeve. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. Right? I see what you did there. Uh, (laughs) I'm a clever human. Sometimes I wonder whether or not people realize that I don't know what you're going to say. Ooh. And like, if they think that I do know what you're going to say, I'm just the world's biggest yes man. <laughs> I'm just, I'm like pretending that I think you're so clever. And really, I, I knew all along. That'd be the worst. That'd be the strangest thing to rehearse ahead of a podcast. Like, oh yeah, this time I'm going to start it off with this. It'd be so strange, Dave. Who would ever do that? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> That's good. So here we are. Season three, episode three, Faith, Hope, and Trick. Original air date is October 13th, 1998. Yeah. This is a fun one. It was a fun one. I like it. I like it. (laughs) I'm glad. (laughs) I'm being a bit vague because my memory is a bit hazy. You know, I watched this a couple days ago. I'm uh, going to be going on my on my notes and we'll see how good quality those are. God, I have so many fashion notes, Dave. And like this whole, (laughs) I know why you have those. And I just kept being like, I have to stop taking so many fashion notes, but I couldn't stop. There were too many things to make fashion notes about. Let's start. Let's paint the the first scene as a mental picture. And imagine one Willow Rosenberg (laughs) dressed as normally as she can be, Mm. wearing orange pants with a very fuzzy blue shirt, like very light blue sweater that is incredibly fuzzy. It's so fuzzy that you're just like, man, what a weird choice. I bet you'll never wear a sweater this fuzzy again. Oh Lord, oh no. (laughs) You'd be so wrong. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Oh, I noticed Oz is also here. His shirt does not have absurdly long sleeves that go down to his ankles. That's true, but it was a short-sleeved shirt, so that'd be crazy. It's a short-sleeved shirt, and his short sleeves still go all the way down to his elbows. (laughs) So I'm not sure he's absolved of anything yet. So you finally noticed his overly large shirt. Yes. Awesome. It only takes, I don't know, 10 to 15 times for me to notice things. But hey, you get there. It's fine. No big deal. Cordy shows up wearing a red and black dress that is hella fierce. Oh, it is fierce. That's a good word for it. That's yeah. It can only be described as fierce. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, she looks fly as hell as always. Although yeah. she's still way too tan for me, but that's just a me problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Willow mm-hmm. is excited and scared about the prospect of being able to leave campus at lunchtime. Right, because there are seniors now. Yeah. Uh, Sure. It's not a very big thing. (laughs) Is this a thing? Like, who's going to stop them? The fence? The gate. Yeah, Yeah. the fence. (laughs) (laughs) The non-existent fence. We really get to see here how non-existent the fence is. It's incredibly non-existent. It's almost as if that episode where we saw the fence never (laughs) existed at all. Right. So they're going out to see Buffy. Who's like on school ground still? Uh. The fact that they have left school grounds in any way is so questionable. I mean, she's on the other side of the street. Mm, It's like like a sidewalk. Okay, but I'm just, you know, that could be like the boundary of the property. (laughs) 
technically. Right. Well, if they want it to be a boundary, they should put up a goddamn fence. Yeah, that is a way to say, this is my stuff, and the stuff on the other side is not mine. They do this great introduction thing that I love in Buffy so much and all other television, where they're like, hey, remember this character that we've never seen before? Uh-huh. They're plot relevant uh-huh. now. Because God. we get introduced to Scott Hope. The cute boy who might have a thing for Buffy. I genuinely had a lot of trouble remembering this guy. Like, I really had genuine trouble. So I actually wrote down, who is this dickbag when he showed up? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Michaela, it sounds like you have brought us into our first segment of the evening. Something that we like to call hopelessly in love. There's nothing else for me. Uh, Who the the fuck is Scott Hope? Like, I just... What the hell is he doing sticking around for more than one episode? Because it's clear that he's going to come back. I was looking at the Bad Buffy fashion Twitter, which continues to be amazing. It's, yeah. And I think there was one thing on there where it was like, after a breakup with Scott Hope or something, I was like, that douchebag? He comes back? Uh, Are you kidding? He's so forgettable. Oh my god. At the same time, he is like super guy for Buffy. Right? Yeah. So we can even do this right now, I think, because otherwise his part in the episode is very small and just super inconsequential. It's quite minimal, yeah. So he's like the guy that is interested in Buffy, where Willow knows that he's interested in Buffy. And he pursues Buffy in the way that makes it very clear he's into her without being creepy and without coming on too strong. And no matter what Buffy does, he will always be there ready to go out with her and ready to forget any wrongs or any incredible weirdness that she has displayed in the past. He's just like, no, you know what? I'm super guy. I'm not just getting brushed off by you and saying, oh, well, that's too bad. I'm coming back and I'm saying, hey, Buffy, I know that you brushed me off, but if it's okay, I'd still love to take you to this thing. Oh, (laughs) you're disappearing again? Well, no, that's fine. I'll do this again in another couple days because it's clear that you like me and I won't make you ask a goddamn thing. Exactly. He's, he is just like the ultimate chaser. He won't stop. Like nothing can deter him from wanting to date Buffy. And if she ever said, oh, I don't want to date you, I'm sure he would stop. Like, that would be the end of it. That would be the absolute end of it. Yeah. Because she's like showing a bit of interest, he is fine to just be like, no, that's fine. I'll do all of the work in this. You don't have to do a goddamn thing here. Yeah, you can literally run away from me multiple times and I'm going to be 100% okay with that. Yep. There can be other women around that are super into me and I'll be less into them. Even though they're very reasonable options. And I'll still come back to you because I know you're jealous when you see that. Like, what the... God. Anyway, that's Scott Hope in a couple sentences. Weird chaser and very forgettable. I I have no idea what he looks like. I'm assuming male, mid-20s to late-30s. Dark hair. Yeah, probably. And it's very much like at one point in the episode, Willow even says, oh, that guy is so charming or something like that. And you're like, who? (laughs) (laughs) To whom do you refer, Willow? (laughs) Oh, oh, I didn't mean who. I meant him. (laughs) 
Hi, yeah, yeah. He is wow. He's like a better looking Anne. Oh yeah. Oh my God, he is Anne. Yeah. Which makes perfect sense then, because Buffy was Anne, so he's Anne. The two Anns just Anne and about. (laughs) Man, two Anns would have a pretty Anne time. That's for sure. (laughs) Who's on Anne Hog back there? (laughs) George Michael. Yeah, <laughs> so hopelessly in love. Buffy's right. got another love interest, and Ugh. this one is terrible. But it's very much the Owen thing, where oh, it's Buffy, so Owen. But where Buffy's like into Owen, but does mm-hmm. nothing about it, and then Owen no. is chasing her, and Cordelia's right there trying to like shove herself down Owen's throat, and he's right? just like, "Oh, I have no interest in you, girl who is clearly very interested in me." Yeah. That's insane. (laughs) Yeah. It's absolutely insane. It was maybe more sane when Cordelia was very superficial and a horrid bitch. (laughs) But I don't know. Faith is is a fun lady, man. And, like, the scene that she has where she's talking to Scott. Holy God. She's just being, like, super chill. And good God, she's attractive. Like, yeah. why would he not at Why least... would you ever not? <laughs> right? At least, at least take that girl to Buster Keaton or whatever the fuck hipster bullshit you're into. Oh. Anyways. So that's our setup for the Scoobies. And uh, one more fashion thing. Oh, yeah. Buffy has a huge butterfly in her hair. Dave, come on. How did you miss it? It's so big. I missed it. I missed it completely. It's so big. It's insane. And she's rocking the crooked part this episode. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, so she's got got crooked part here, and then she's got it again later, which was also a brief hairstyle fashion thing in, like, early 2000s. Can you describe crooked part to me? Okay, so... I feel your hair is parted straight down the middle. Right. It's just like a, it's like a straight line, right? Yeah, yeah. Crooked part is like little diagonal parts. Oh, it, Jesus Literally Christ. in a crooked line, like in the center of your head. <laughs> what in the hell? <laughs> like, so it's like a, it's like a zigzag. What in the actual hell? <laughs> She's got mad crooked part happening. Anyways. <laughs> All right. So now we know who Hope is. Yeah. This episode being called Faith, Hope, and Trick. I know who Faith is. Right. But who is Trick, Michaela? Ah, the next scene should tell us that, Dave. Yeah, Limo arrives at a fast food (laughs) joint. Is this Trick? Oh, it turns out much later in the episode, yes, this is Trick. Oh, doesn't he even say that right now? No. (laughs) They save that for quite a while later. So Mr. Mr. Trick's a pretty, he's a smooth fucking dude. He's a cool Mm. guy. Hot damn. And, you know, it's funny, Dave. When this episode started, I was like, hey, there are not a lot of non-white people on this show. Most of the people (laughs) on the show are pretty white. And then Mr. Trick literally started talking about that. I mean, admittedly, it's not a haven for the brothers, you know, strictly the Caucasian persuasion here in the Dale. But, you know, you just gotta stand up and salute that death rate. (laughs) I'm like, oh, well, the show's aware of what they're doing, at least. (laughs) Trick is the genre-savviest son of a bitch I've seen in quite a while. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Because he's like, let's move up to Sunny D. They got absurdly high death rate. It's perfect for us, because I'm a vampire. And, you know, uh, yeah, there are obviously a lot of white people around here, but I'm sure we can get over that. Yeah, like, he's got statistics, Dave. He knows what's <laughs> up. He's oh, so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm on board with the trick. Then there's a, there's like a cloven-hoofed guy who we don't really right. see, who's all like, Bruh, slayer, kill. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he says, basically, right? Yeah, he wants to kill the slayer. <laughs> that's, that's his whole jam. That's it. Yep, that's, that's it. 
All it is. Ah, that's our cold open done. As Mr. Trick drags a, <laughs> a fast food employee through the drive through window. And like, that's all good fun. Don't get me wrong. But like, when they're driving away and the dude's legs were still out of the limo, it was like the least convincing, <laughs> I'm trying to get away from this vampire <laughs> legs I've ever seen. It was like the guy was swimming in the air in slow motion. It was like, <laughs> it's really bad. Anyways. <laughs> Maybe he was already dead or dying. Who knows? Yeah, that's true. Trick could work pretty quickly. So we go from this to our token <laughs> angel dream. Woo! Once an episode, we <laughs> have to have a dream sequence about angel. Oh, contracts are fun things, aren't they, Dave? Because uh, he has to have a full scene, I'm assuming, where Who he has knows? lines. Yeah. He has to have lines. Oh, he has I to bet. have lines. Oh, that's I'm what it is. Sure, I'm sure he has to have lines. Yeah. Oh, so good. It's like so typical angel dreams. You got the chowder ring falling on the floor. You got Buffy <laughs> being nonsense. sad. Yeah, uh, cryptic nonsense. All yeah. the Scoobies are there looking at him. And I don't know. And then there's like some shockingly bad death makeup on Angel or like whatever the fuck that is. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what they were going for. It was so bad. This became the thumbnail for the episode in Netflix. <laughs> oh, brief sidebar. Canadian Netflix still has Buffy. Hell yeah, it does. <laughs> does American Netflix? I don't believe so. Hell nah. This may be one of the only times in my entire life when I've had something on Canadian Netflix. That Americans don't have and I actually care about. Actually, yeah, true say. Usually it's quite the opposite. Incredibly opposite, because although we are nigh on spitting distance from the States, <laughs> they cannot ship all those precious bits and bites up to us. They get too cold on the journey up. I was going to say they get stolen by certain corporations. Oh, who do not, not stolen allow by them. polar bears? Mm. Anyway, yeah, the thumbnail of the Netflix episode is Angel in this, like, death makeup stuff. Gross. And it's two seconds, maybe, oh, of yeah, the show. It really is. And you're like, why is that the thumbnail? Why is it not, like, Faith? Or hope or trick. Really any of the three things. Like, yeah, I... Mm. You could do a trick dick where it's just three tricks. <laughs> mm, that'd be good. That'd be very yeah. good. Yeah, the, uh, the like, wiki, the Buffy wiki that I'm, I'm looking at for my sweet, sweet new facts... Uh -huh. The picture that they have for this episode is the picture of, like, Angel at the end of the episode. Oh, wow. Which... Oh, whoa. Okay. Spoiler McGee's. <laughs> Spoiler McGee's. I mean, if you're on this wiki, I really yeah. hope you've seen this fucking episode. <laughs> right. Right? Oh, God. I can only imagine what the Teeks review is. Oh, God. It's going to be, like, the one where Angel comes back. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see, That's got to be next episode. This one's got to be the one with Faith. I don't know. Yeah, I'm mm. pretty sure that is word for word. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the mind of the beast now. Oh, no. Uh. Like, word for word, Dave. The one with oh, Faith. God. That is the title. <laughs> uh, I am become him. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Imagine it just, this whole time, it is you. That's me in like, the future. Yeah. Oh, no. That's beautiful. I found a time machine. <laughs> And this is what you decided to do with all of your extra time. That's, oh. that's insane. Wow. In, uh, in French, this episode is called La Nouvelle Petite Sœur, 
which means oh, yeah. the new little sister. That's, and I mean, hmm. that, that gives it away a lot more than the, the title Faith, Hope and Trick. Yeah, it's also not really accurate. Faith seems a lot less like a little sister to Buffy than an older sister, a cooler sister. Yeah, I mean, she does seem older and much cooler. Um, at one point in the episode, though, I think Buffy refers to her as her little sister. Oh, And so yeah. I think that's why. In Portuguese, I'm not going to butcher the Portuguese. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in Portuguese, it's literally called Faith Comes to Sunnydale. Which, again, is pretty questionable as far as spoilery titles go. I don't know. You don't know who Faith is at that point. That's That's true. Man, what? Wait, what's the one with Dawn called in French if it's not called (laughs) The New Little Sister? Oh, God, I don't want to think about that bullshit. (laughs) Not to start the Dawn hate this early. Whoa, okay. I like Dawn. Hey, maybe this, this viewing will change my mind, you know? Maybe it'll change my mind, because right now I don't feel any animosity towards her at all. Oh, that's a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Back to the episode. Right. Because we got to get through this thing somehow. Snyman. Sny guy. Sny guy. No, that's good. Joyce and Buffs are there being like, ha ha, you have to let Buffy go to school. (laughs) Right. He's got all of these ridiculous demands for if she's going to be let back in, she'll have to satisfy these requirements. And it's like, well, legally, no, actually. Legally, she just comes back to school. Like, he he can't keep her out? I mean, no. I could see him being able to keep her out of the grade she wants to be in mm. if she can't pass the requisite tests, because yeah. presumably she would have failed all of her classes from the last year. Right. From, like, not showing up at the end of school or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe, did she finish? Uh, whatever. No, she got those do not finishes and, uh, yeah, gotta yeah. take those makeup exams. That's what she's doing for, like, half this episode when she's not ignoring Scott Hope. Right, or being whiny that Faith is so cool. Because <laughs> that's literally what she does. We're so on the wrong side of this. Oh, it's going to be so good. <laughs> Have I ever, like, talked about how amazing Joyce's curls are? Because they're fucking No, killer. they are. They are really good. They're so good. Yeah. I really liked up. in this scene that the school board went over Peace Nye's head. Because because he's a really short guy. Uh, <laughs> they, they went over his head on the, yeah. I mean, we're still just skating right by the time that Buffy assaulted that cop. But whatever. <laughs> That's really never going to come up again. Because oh, it is man. inconvenient. That would be an amazing season seven thing. Where they're <laughs> like going back and being like, remember when Xander told that lie that didn't change anything? And Buffy assaulted that cop? <laughs> yeah, we got a fan writing for us now. We remember it all. (gasps) Buffy's back in school. Woo! That was easy. Yeah. Giles is hiding behind a desk as (laughs) Buffy and Willow are talking about the thing he does with his mouth when he gets really mad. Have you ever noticed, though, when he is mad, but he's too English to say anything, he makes that weird cluck cluck sound with his tongue? Giles is talking a bit more about Alfalfa, that demon what sucked Angel into hell. (laughs) Oh, Alfalfa. What or a alpaca? scam. Yeah, sure, sure, that's it. Yeah, yeah, alpaca, that's that's what it was. Apparently he's doing some research into, like, the binding, or he needs to rebind alpaca's soul. Well, he wants to make to, sure that he stays he a sleepy, back. right? A, a sleepy alpaca. Yeah, he needs specific deets from the buster about Incredibly what happened. Incredibly specific deets. Now, does Buffy give any deets of any kind to Giles when he asks for these? Uh, she's like, oh, uh, I stabbed him. Yep. So that's uh, what happened. 
Yeah, she's being cagey about this whole angel had his soul when I killed him thing. Which, yeah, sure. She's This episode is about her processing that. Yeah, she's not ready to talk about it. And uh-huh. I, that's totally understandable because talking about things makes them real. So uh-huh. I get it. So Giles kind of, I mean, he does a really good job where he sort of like keeps pressing, but never too hard. Yeah. And like, he's not stupid. He knows that she's obviously still not telling him something. Yeah. But he's not, yeah, like he's not going to push it until she's actually ready to say it out loud. Willow's like, oh, hey, Giles, if you're doing magic stuff, you know, I've been getting a lot better at this magic thing. I could help out, maybe. We could be magic buddies. And he's like, no, you should not do that. It's a really bad idea. You, you got this whole immortal soul thing and you're tampering with forces beyond your ken. Yeah, she really wants to be magic buddies, and he's really not on board. Yeah, which, to be fair, seems like a really good idea. He knows what's up magic-wise, right? And the prices of it with his whole misspent youth. He has this whole history with it where he's like, it's bad times, Willow. I don't want that for you. But then Willow is coming at it from this perspective of, like, when she is interested in something, what does she do? She goes and learns about it and then, like, does it because she's Willow and she's good at everything, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what she's been doing. And, I mean... Like, it doesn't matter what Giles says. She's going to keep doing that. Yeah. But normally, she's not doing that with things that are dangerous in some way. And so she is overconfident. And Giles is, like, trying to curb that. But it's really not working because it's not like she has experience being bad at stuff, really. Yeah, that's true. We cut to the bronze. It is now makeout times at the bronze for Oz and Willow. So did you notice as we, like, the first sort of pan shot of the bronze, people are dancing? Like, uh-huh. Faith's already there dancing. Are you talking about our second segment? Oh, A I little segment so. that we like to call stage presence. Talking about, even in a crowd, well, you pick her out, makes a bloke feel so proud. So we cut into the bronze and it's a pan over of all the crowd and we see people dancing. There is one person that sticks out to me like nothing else. I mean, partly it's because she's doing ridiculous dancing. (laughs) Crazy dancing, yeah. (laughs) Another part of it is that she is wearing a hella fly outfit. Holy (sighs) God, she looks incredible. Those pants... I, that shirt? Where did God, she get any of it? With like the, the shoulders, but then the bit of sleeve on the upper arm. Man, that, mm. that shirt is three pieces. Yeah. That she has to assemble. Yeah. You know? And then like the weird circle in the middle with like there's things hanging down. Oh, yep. Classic. So yeah, we see this whole like crowd scene and immediately I'm like, oh man, look at that one. And this is, this is something you can see occasionally. Like you get a bunch of mediocre actors and then you throw a good actor into a crowd scene and you will pick out the good actor. You're like, oh, that one's doing cool things. My eyes are just drawn to them. That's stage presence. You also get like the opposite of this. What was that terrible James Bond movie? The most recent one? The, not Spyfall, it was the one where they shot the thing and the whole thing blew up and oh. Christoph Waltz was the bad guy. What the fuck is that called? Oh my Double God. Double O, stupid. Uh, anyway, wow. Daniel Craig was like not on board with that movie, right? Uh. He was he was phoning it in the entire time. <laughs> and you can see that in basically every scene. The first scene where he's introduced, it's like this big party. It's uh, Dia de los Muertos in Mexico, I think, or in some Central American yeah. country. A bunch of people are dancing and jiving and going past. And I'm like, wow, 
God, what the fuck's that one asshole doing? And then it's Daniel Craig. I'm like, oh. <laughs> phoning it in. <laughs> <laughs> like, phoning it in so hard, you can pick him out of a crowd shot. Uh, partly it's direction and, like, partly it's camera placement. But damn, does Eliza Dushku have fucking stage presence and a half? I knew it was her 12 minutes before she was actually introduced. There's something, like, magnetic about her that, yeah, yeah. you just... You're like, ah, oh, who's that? What's she doing? I want right? to get whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, point She's me over a, there. Having a good time. Let's go hang out. Yeah. Oh, Buffy's being sad and mopey and yeah, I don't give a shit. Okay, uh. what's what's that dancing lady doing though? Tell me about her. She's having a way better time than fucking Buffy. For sure. But yeah, so Willow and Oz are just straight up making out on a couch at the bronze and you're like, this is strange. Like, guys, I guess they're in high school. Where else are they going to do this? I don't know. Who knows what's Mm. happening on that couch? Why are you guys sitting down at all? I was just thinking about that. (laughs) I don't want to sit down on a couch in the bronze. Absolutely not. And Buffy's like, oh, it's so nice that you two have each other. No one ever loves me, and I've got emotional trubs. And they're like, oh, look, Scott's right there. And she's (laughs) like, "Mm, all right. She, they have such an awkward scene. Why? He literally says to her, Willow told me you would be here after eight, so I came here to run into you. Right. Like, he didn't say, oh, hey, Buffy, we're at school together. Like, what are you doing tonight? Are you going to the bronze? Maybe I'll see you there. That's cool. No, he went to Willow and he was like, how do I find Buffy? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, then Buffy's like, oh, hey, Scott, it's great to see you. I'm not really interested right now. And he's like, cool, you know, that's that's fine. I'll be over there. You can mosey on over if you want. If not, everything's totally chill. And you're like, ah, Scott, you're a very forgettable man. What did you just say? (laughs) Oh, he's gone. Doesn't matter. Not that interesting anyways. Then I was like, wait, I'm pretty sure that's Faith, that lady that I saw dancing, but I haven't seen her face yet. She's dancing with a vamp, they think. There's a guy that she's dancing with who's dressed super 70s and is dancing Dancing like super 70s. 70s. Like the way they're dancing in general is not very indicative of the music that's being played. (laughs) Like it really doesn't match. Oh, when Scott says, oh, I love this song. How about you? I'm like, really? Man, this song's not very good. (laughs) And it's not the kind of song that you're like cutting a rug to you know <laughs> like no. yeah this whole thing about like oh this vampire was made a vampire in the 70s so he continues to dress and act like it's the 70s it just it still rings pretty false to me <laughs> like why i thought they were like he was turned in the 1800s and he's trying to keep on top of things as much as he can but he's not he's woke so to all behind? the slang yet yeah yeah, I see. yeah he's not lit he's like not we are yeah yeah <laughs> Those are the two pieces of slang that we know yet. Yeah, no, they definitely are. One of, the, yeah. one of these days, the kids are going to stop saying those, and then we'll know nothing again. <laughs> so, I I super believe this. I think it's very reasonable that a vamp would just lose touch with the youths and would think that this is still, like, pretty hip. Oh, you know what? If I was, like, a hundred years older than the youths, I would yeah. definitely... Mm, you Okay. Okay, I'm on board again. I, that's good. I like it. He's really old. He wasn't turned in the 70s. He was turned much earlier, and he just in can't the... keep up with these fucking kids. Right, 1870s. I get it. Sure. Ah. Uh, so, yeah. So Buffy's like, oh, no, that girl is leaving with the out-of-touch guy. Mm-hmm. We must save her. Does she need saving? Well, no. On the way, though, Buffy's going to run into Scott Hope, oh, my God. who we all ah. forgot was there. Boo! Did we Boo! not all forget he was Boo! waiting for her? Uh, 
Uh, and so she's like, oh, I can't. I have to. Sorry. And you're like, yeah, he's still not gonna be done with you now. <laughs> Why? Why is yep. he not done with her at this yeah. point? Why would that ever not be something where you're like, okay, you know what? Fuck it. Like, clearly this girl's not interested in me. I should move on. Yeah. They get outside. They find Faith. Finally, fucking goddamn it. They find <laughs> Faith. And I'm vindicated. This season has... Woo! Two to three things in it. Faith, Mayor, Snake, and maybe Angel comes back. Who knows? I mean, that whole snake thing, like, that's bound to happen soon, right? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> definitely you're not going to be waiting 19 plus episodes for that. No, no, no. Definitely not. Okay. <gasps> so when they run outside to, like, save Faith slash discover that she's not in need of saving, uh-huh. Xander is wearing a wife beater, like a tank top, under oh, a God. loose shirt. And it is uh... so obvious how good of shape he's in. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just... You're looking at him, you're like, this is very unreasonable. Like, I don't... Like, why'd they let him wear that? They should... Yeah. No, it's... put him in a dumpy sweater, man. Like, right? something where he looks just blobby and shapeless. Yeah, make him shapeless, because putting this tight tank top on him is not doing that. So he's looking amazing. Other people looking amazing? I'm gonna say Faith is at the top of that list. Oh, yeah. Oh, Holy God. hell. Her lip color is great. Mm, so much better than Buffy's. Oh, my so God. She knows much so better. much better. <laughs> oh. Yep. Oh, so good. So, yeah. yeah. They go back in the bronze and hang out with their new Slayer pal. Right. So, I was trying to make some sort of Ready Slayer 1 joke here. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's and good. There's something in there. There's, there's something, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Listeners, make up your own joke that involves Ready Slayer 1 and send it to me. I want to know what it is. You are always trying to get people to interact with us. I just want them to do things for me. Usually it works. Never. (laughs) It sounded so sad. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Whoa. We got this whole faith thing going on and it's pretty great. Buffy's feeling like Max overshadowed though, right? God. Because Faith's so interesting and has all these interesting stories about the interesting things she's done. Oh, very interesting. When she's talking about sleeping in the nude and then going to out to fight a busload of vampires. <laughs> to save some priests or something? Uh, I don't even give a shit. Yeah, yeah, who cares? It's a great story. <laughs> it's a great story. She wrestled an alligator at one point. Sounds like good times. She's got such fun stories. She does. And like, man, Xander has a type. Uh, it's Slayers. It's we know no, it's Slayers. Slayers. Cordelia is beside him. Oh my god. Why, Xander? She's she, beside she's him. looking fantastic. You know what? Faith is looking great. Yeah. Cordelia is not a slouch, though. No. And like... Oh, you know what's a good question? How old is uh, Lash oh. Dushku? Because... Like, she seems younger than, like, yeah. Cordelia's age. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. So she was born in 1980. Okay. So, so then, yeah. wow. in this episode, she's... Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense to me. She's, she's like, 18. 18. Yep. God, 18 years old, and she's already just so... Oh. No. <laughs> she's amazing. <laughs> this is something that we might as well talk about now. Cool. <laughs> it's not a segment, per se, but we're both pretty pro-faith. At least right now, right? Like, and I think in general... I think always, honestly. Sure. Faith is going to be a wild card a lot of the time, from what I remember. She's going to go on a journey... 
And, yeah. like, the things she's going to do aren't necessarily going to be good. No. But her going on that journey still serves a purpose and is very interesting and really makes the season interesting. I know that she, at one point, is helping the mayor or is, like... Yeah, she's associated with him in some positive way, and that's not good because he's actually a giant snake <laughs> trapped in a human body or something. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I got some hazy recollections, but there's at least one scene of the mayor talking to Faith like in his office, right. and she's helping him or something. Anyway, yeah, she's not going to be like the traditional hero. And is she on the Cray side of things? I'd say yeah. yeah. I'd say she's unbalanced. So in this episode, we get sort of a hint of like, Faith has not had a very good life. No, she's had a very bad life. Right? So, I mean, she says something about her mom being dead. <laughs> she, her line is... My dead mother hits harder than that! Oh, right. And so she's making a flippant joke about her mom being dead. Yeah, that shit tells you a lot. <laughs> it tells you so much uh -huh. in one line yep. that is part of a fight scene. Where she also beats a vampire into what should be a unsightly pulp. pulp. Yeah. 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 That's a not what happens. Paste. Not, not on this show. But anyways, no. yeah. Vampire powder. It's fine. She does not have a great life, but... All that said, like, she may not be always the traditional hero, and she may do things that we find objectionable, but we are both pretty pro-faith. Yeah. And I think a lot of this episode is supposed to make us feel bad for Buffy, but it doesn't work <laughs> for me in that regard, and I often feel like, God, Buffy, why are you being so whiny? Faith is great. So I think that's a combination of two things. It's... We're both very Team Faith, for sure. And yeah. I mean, like, she's just having so much more fun. And oh, so, she's so it's, fun. it's so much more fun to watch. But then on the flip side, we also don't really connect with Buffy very well when she's sad, yeah. right? Yeah. And so then we're like, oh, Buffy's sad again. Boring. Look at this <laughs> other shiny new slayer who has all these <laughs> cool pants. <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, we're like, we're looking at the Scoobies all being like, yeah, yeah, Buffy, whatever. Uh, we'll talk to you later but faith tell us more and i'm like yes i'm on board with these characters who are clearly being portrayed as in the wrong but they're so right uh they're only right yeah so that's where i think both of us are at right now this is yeah. an episode that's supposed to make us feel bad for buffy and it's not really doing it i think buffy needs to act this way in this episode because yeah. she's still processing things and so i get it and i get that you know this is supposed to be like a wrench into her plans sort of for the year because she finally got back into school. You know, things are supposed to be okay now. And mm -hmm. now, now all of a sudden there's this other new slayer who is a lot cooler and who her friends want to <laughs> hang out with. And all of a sudden she's like sad and alone with only Scott Hope to chase her around. <sighs> but like, that's not good enough for her anyways. <laughs> Fuck you, Scott. <laughs> Buffy is sitting there on the couch listening, re being regaled by Faith and right. all of these fun stories. Super fun, What does yeah. she have to bring up as, like, a cool thing that she did? She brings up the, <laughs> the three. three. Oh, do you guys remember the three? Uh, who she didn't even kill. No. The master had them killed because he was mad at them for not killing her. Why did she not bring up the master? Right? She killed the master. The master. And then destroyed his bones. And like closed the hell mouth. 
That is a fucking get as a slayer. Right? Saying that, oh, I fought the three who are fucking LARPers just running around? <laughs> That's not cool. It's a weird, weird callback to, like, no one remembers that right? fucking episode. No one <laughs> fucking knows who the three are? God. Like, you say Ao and they're like, who? Yeah, like, yeah, that was the episode that launched Ao. Like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> Fucking man. no one knows about that shit. No. And yeah, she didn't even kill them. No. Why, why are you calling back to the three and not the master? And like the three and almost the took her no. down if it wasn't for Angel coming right? to save she her. She didn't fight them well. They were going to literally kill her until Angel batman them. <sighs> oh, boy. Anyway, apparently Faith's Watcher went back to England. So Faith decided to just skip town and come up to Sunny D, which cool. is the only thing that I'm calling Sunnydale in my notes anymore, apparently. Yeah, no, that's what we call it. I mean, that's a good name cool. for it. Faith's story is super believable. Uh, uh-huh. I'm totally on board with it. Giles is pre-peeved that he was not invited <laughs> to the apparently, Watcher's Retreat. There's a yearly Watcher <laughs> Retreat somewhere in England, and he isn't invited anymore? Okay, so, I have a lot of questions now. I have so many questions. Right? Like, how you many watchers yours. are there? Is that one of your how questions? Many? Right? Yes. Question, well, so, okay. Here's my theory as to why Giles was not invited. But, okay. Mm, no, no, it's broken immediately. Okay, so Giles has an active slayer. Therefore, he yeah. probably shouldn't be traveling to England to go on a retreat, which is he just like happy fun watcher times when he has this slayer to like take care of and train and everything. But then mm-hmm. why is it plausible that Faith's watcher went? No, it's insane that right. her watcher would ever go. Right. And yeah, Giles would just be like, no, that that's not how we do things. And no. do they never talk to the watcher council? Like, I really ever? think they really don't. Ever. Ever. I mean, phones are tough. It's like a time difference, Dave. <gasps> There's like all this water. Oh my God. The time difference is such a big thing in this episode for like, why don't you just talk to them? Uh. Like, oh, time difference. They wouldn't even know. God. Actually, no. No, no, no. The Watcher's Retreat is just a plot device so that Faith remains an enigma for the episode. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then, as if I wasn't already Team Faith, oh she my starts God. to hit on Giles. And I'm yes. just like, girl knows what's up. Yes. He's hot as hell and she <laughs> knows it. She's like, you know what? 45, that's not old. Hell no. <laughs> God damn. And it's funny. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but she says something to the effect of like, you know, raise your hand if you're not on board. Or like Buffy says something like, raise your hand yeah. if ew. And yeah. Willow does not raise her hand. <laughs> Doesn't she do like a half thing? <laughs> That's I- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, no. Everyone's on board with this, Buffy. I mean, no, it'd be so weird if she was on board with it at all. But Buffy can't be. He's her dad. But yeah. like, Faith... Go for it. <laughs> for sure. 45, not that old. Yep. Oh, God. I've got hair notes for Me this too. scene, if I can. Good. Uh, so, Buffy, is yeah. Buffy one of yours? Yeah. All right. So, there is a hairstyle that I truly dislike. <laughs> it mm-hmm. is, you got long hair, you've got it all hanging down, except for the front and, like, not just the bangs, though, or maybe just the bangs, but your bangs are super long. So, you take them, you fold them back up over the top of your head and then clip them into the middle. And this is what Buffy has going on, and it was super popular in the early 2000s, and God, I disliked it. It kind of makes you look like you have weird little cat ears or something, right? It's such a bizarre hairstyle, because, like, it would then be pretty frequent to see this thing popping up more and more. Yeah. Because, like, you can push it, push the clip forward, and then it just pushes this up. So you've got a little, like, horn at the front of your head. I mean, then all of a sudden we're on Geordie Shore, right? (laughs) Yeah. 
And why are we doing this, guys? Yeah, I don't know. That hairstyle makes it particularly obvious that she still has the ginger spice hair happening. Ooh. So then I'm wondering if those two things are connected. Like, mm. because the pieces that she has all weirdly popped up are also the pieces that are like a different color. <laughs> and then you're like, why are you drawing attention to that? <laughs> Uh, I really uh, hate Faith's super fake tattoo. I I know she's like I a badass. I noticed it. It was pretty fake looking. Okay. It's on her arm. Anyways. Oh. Yeah, I didn't... Did they like call attention to it? No. Mostly you okay. were probably distracted by Faith's pants. Oh, her shiny leather pants? Oh, yeah. They're red. Leather uh, pants. Not just for Angel anymore. I'm just saying, Dave. Leather pants. They're we'll pretty great. see. <laughs> what do they mean? They mean that a character is kind of evil? <laughs> Faith's not evil, though. She's still a slayer. She's just not, like, a good hero. She's cooler than Buffy. Maybe that's just <laughs> what they mean. Because, like, evil angel? Cooler than angel. Oh, so, way cooler than yeah. angel, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that Faith says a boot super weird? Does she? And this is coming from a Canadian. And listeners, if you don't know this, Michaela and I hate the way we say about. <laughs> we have practiced before the podcast before just saying about trying to make it less terrible honestly i i think at one point we we did get a bit better but we've regressed we've regressed horribly yeah so i'll see if i can find a bunch of faith saying about so it's about but i might have been sad about it actually wondering about your problem because it's she's not canadian is she no she's from massachusetts which is Mm. like Mm. maybe close enough they might have similar, yeah, things going on. Because it's not the same as a Canadian about, but it's definitely not a normal about. So maybe it's, because she's not from Boston, but maybe it's like getting towards Boston. <laughs> yeah, that might be it. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that brings us into our third segment. Oh. About damn time. Hell, it's about time. <laughs> oh, we're gross. We're so gross. <laughs> this um, is just all the aboots we do. Oh. Yeah, we're Canadian. We enjoy that, but man, about it's not our strong suit, and Anything we say with it so an much. O and then that is then followed by a U is pretty yeah. bad. Sound south. Color is fine. Ah, yeah. ah, ah. See what you did there. We yeah. also say foyer like French people. Oh, yeah, no. foyer. Yeah, we don't say foyer because we're not disgusting. Uh, <laughs> oh, niche instead of niche. No. Oh, people fully say niche. <gasps> There's an E on the end. <laughs> we say uh, laissez-faire. <laughs> Not like that. But uh, yeah, different than Americans say it. Huh. There's a common Eddie Izzard bit about how Americans say leisure and we say laisure. <laughs> At your leisure? <laughs> that just sounds British to Oh me, yeah, though. leisure. Yeah. Yeah. You say basil, I say basil for reasons unknown. Uh, reasons unknown. I mm. mean, you say milk all weird. Milk. Yeah. I say milk, yeah. yeah. And then pillow <laughs> oh, with an E. Yeah. There's, there's an I in that word. I'm pretty sure it's an E. Mm. You, should like, the whole you should look bagel again. thing or like bag. Oh, big. Yeah. God, we say yeah. big so badly. I know. Mm. Terrible. <laughs> mm. Anyway, uh. hope and faith are getting along swimmingly. And Buffy is jealous. Ugh. And I'm not sure what I should be thinking. Am I supposed to be sad for Buffy? No, fuck that. She's a, a whiny person who, like, if she had any interest in hope, she could have gone for it by now so easily. She could have not done the horrible things that she did to him. Not horrible, but the, like, super ignoring and dismissive yeah. things that she she's done. 
and it would have been fine. But now she sees Faith flirting with him and she's like, oh, but I'm not done with him. And oh, oh God, that's, oh, that is what she says and it makes me so mad. No, Willow, Willow says that and then feels weird about it. But it that's like, it's what Buffy's thinking, sort of. So for me, this scene was very much not like, oh no, Buffy's one true love in the oh, arms no. of another. It was just like the icing on the cake of like, as if Faith hadn't taken everything else. <laughs> she's taking this too. Yeah. Yeah. Which does happen. It's At least true. Buffy still has a mom though. Oh! <laughs> Hey, wow. not for long, Dave. Not for long. Because soon... Whoa! Whoa! Her mom's about to be on Faith's side, too. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the other thing. No, I'm not talking about the dead thing. I'm not a <laughs> terrible person. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sounded like you were threatening to kill Buffy's mom. No, Faith's gonna steal Buffy's mom, just like she's stolen everything else. <laughs> yeah, it's basically true, though. Yeah. And even Giles likes Faith, for what it's worth. Like, Faith is so anti-Kendra. She is the opposite she's of Kendra. She's literally the, like, she, this is the, the, this is the spectrum. Buffy's in the middle where she's, like, trying to be in both worlds and, like, you know, master of none, whatever. Kendra's, like, books, procedure, everything. Faith's like, yeah, whatever, let's kill some shit and then eat a lot. <laughs> and dance. <laughs> Always dance. Yeah, this is a lot about Faith stealing Buffy's things and Buffy feeling sad about that, which is fair. And yeah, we'll soon get to Joyce winning Parent of the Year. Oh my god. I mean, that's what she's like. She's definitely up for the award, Dave. Like She's super proud of the guest and wondering why you can't be more like the guest. Yeah, that's what everyone loves to hear, especially oh like god. with her daughter who she has a very shaky relationship with at the moment because that whole, right. I don't know, Buffy disappeared for months and months thing. And she's a slayer now. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and like, Faith is pretty delinquent. God, she so, reeks of delinquency. Hearing this about like Kendra would be one thing. Yeah. Hearing it about Faith is like, what the fuck are you talking about? This person has no responsibility. Why do you want me to be like her? No, exactly. Like, Kendra is total parent bait. Like, oh, yeah. Faith is the friend you bring home that your parents are now like, oh, how often <laughs> are, are you, you hanging, hanging out? out? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, how long have you been friends? <laughs> yeah. They have all these questions. Where are their parents? What do they <laughs> <Right>. do? <laughs> yeah. Joyce apparently thinks that Faith is amazing, which is just hilarious. We get a brief scene with Trick, and he's just, he's so much fun. He's real oh, fun. Goodness. At this point, I started calling him Mr. T, mm-hmm. and then I thought, am I mixing too many things together by calling him that? Yeah. Trick is just so many letters to type. Okay, T yeah. is just a T, you know? Gotta get that autocomplete going. But yeah, he's got a sweet delivery guy grabbing glove. <laughs> <laughs> they ordered some pizza and they're just eating the delivery guy. I mean, that's like yeah. one person for them all to share. I don't know how it works, but... I don't know how hungry vampires yeah. get. You have got to think that at some point, the fact that there are two slayers has to, like, get around the underworld. Right? Trick, Trick is here with Tostitos, his friend, the Clovenhoft <laughs> guy, oh, to, like, kill... Tostitos. Faith, right? Because yeah. she fucked up Tostitos' face. Right. And like they know that Faith is a slayer because yeah. that's like that's the whole misdirect. And they're following the slayer. Right. As in they're following Faith to Sunny D. Mr. Trick knows about the Sunny D, right? Yeah. He's done the research. 
How did he not find out about the second Slayer? Right? Like, it's mm, it's a bit weird, but whether or not he knew about it, like, they were following Faith anyways is kind of the vibe I'm getting. Yeah. Like, we're now we're at the whole Joyce loving Faith thing. Mm-hmm. My only defense of Joyce is that she's like, man, Faith's pretty cool. She's really into this whole Slayer thing. Maybe she can do that, and then you don't yeah. have to anymore. Which, yeah. In a way, is her looking out for Buffy. And so then Mm -hmm. it's actually in her best interest to be like, yeah, Team Faith. Faith's the best Slayer ever. (laughs) Go out and slay all the things so my daughter doesn't have to. You really seem to like slaying. (laughs) Have you considered being the only Slayer? (laughs) (laughs) Buffy's really got to work on picking her moments. (laughs) To tell her mom things. Oh my god, right? Because it's here that Joyce oh. finds out that Buffy died? How yeah. have you not had that conversation? How are you letting it happen now? It happened uh. over a year and a half ago, right? And like at some point, you know, you've come back to Sunnydale, Sunny D. You, your mom knows you're the Slayer, so you probably have a bunch of like stuff you need to tell her. And within that, I'm telling you stuff about my life as the Slayer talk. That's when you should probably throw in BT dubs, I died briefly one time. Yeah. Yeah. Not here, when she's no. like, wait, why are there two slayers? I thought there was one. Oh, I died. You what? <laughs> she leaves at the part where she died, and then the new slayer also died. And this is actually like... Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's very dangerous being a slayer. No, it's bad times. I really like in this scene that Faith is having dinner with the Summerses, right? Right. That's great. There's like a bunch of fries in the middle of the table. And you cut back as Buffy like looks back at Faith where her mom can't see what Faith is doing. Faith is taking the fries off of Buffy's plate. She's reaching past the other fries. (laughs) It's not good enough for her to take things that could be Buffy's. She has to take things that are Buffy's. It's just the most potent metaphor you've ever seen, right, Dave? It's so good. She literally does not want fries that are not already Buffy's. And I gotta think that this is also in service of this, like, little sister type metaphor. Yeah. Where that's very little sister thing to do, right? It really is. And when Faith you know, starts to become more emotionally unstable, she does start to feel younger than Buffy. Yeah. And, like, it's just, like, at the beginning of the episode, there's just no little sister vibe. But, you know, she's been a slayer for less time. She's literally younger. Like, the actress is younger. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, they're making her look a lot older, like, just by the makeup choices that they're... That they have her in, and then, like, I mean, the clothes that she's wearing and stuff like that. Right. It's all good. It's so good. I really like all of this. Faith and Buffy go out on patrol, and we're going to get through the rest of this episode quickly, because we are running along. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, They are arguing because clearly Faith is at this point getting on Buffy's nerves, being better than her at everything and stealing her friends and potential boyfriend and mom and fries. Giles, Everything. Giles, yeah. Even (laughs) Giles likes her for some reason. He shouldn't like delinquents. No, he really, like, that's the most anti-Giles you can be. And, like, I understand, like, it's good that Buffy is doing this. She's confronting her about these things. But now... (laughs) <laughs> literally the worst time when there are gonna be vampires around who can hear you like arguing <sighs> with each other whatever 
They have the worst timing for all of these things. Just listening to a previous episode where Buffy and Xander are sitting around on a grave waiting for a vampire Mm -hmm. to show up. And they get surprised when it comes out of the ground. Uh, They're so bad at this slaying thing. Even these many years later. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, they get attacked by some vampires, and this is, yeah, where we start to find out that Faith has some pretty big issues. Yeah, she got some trubs. There's the vampire that she pastes. Right. And one of the vampires who thinks he has uh, beaten Buffy then Mm -hmm. decides to do that sweet, sweet vampire (laughs) thing where he's like, four Tostitos! Ah, taquitos will re- <laughs> will reward me for this. Yeah. Yeah, of course they do not get killed by the vampires, so then Buffy has no. a awesome lead to give Giles some sweet, sweet exposition. I love that Faith is just so busy punching this one vamp that all of Buffy's pleas to, like, get some help are just going completely unnoticed. Yeah, no, she doesn't give a fuck. She just wants to beat this vampire. I mean, if she punches him enough times, maybe his head will come off. Or maybe it'll feel better. Yeah. Yeah, That's on the inside. Yeah, that, that works. So the Watchers are the most fucking incompetent organization ever made. <sighs> right? I know. They didn't send another Watcher to take care of Faith. They don't get reports from this Watcher. Uh, but Giles finds out, like, oh, Tuckitos is a really old vampire, older than the master, I guess. Like, explain this to me, Dave. Who has and feet. Like, he's so old, his hands fuse together? His hands become more demonic, is how I thought it. He used to have fingers, now he has hand hooves. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It, like, in no way was he intimidating. <laughs> no. Like, Mr. Trick steals the show from him for sure. Of course, in every scene. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's why this episode is called Trick, obviously. Yeah, well, but Faith, Hope, and Trick. Faith, Hope, and Conquistos. I'd <laughs> 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 watch that. Yeah, so blah, blah, blah. Buffy's wearing dark brown, what appear to be cargo <laughs> pants. <laughs> and then, as if we didn't hate Scotty H enough... He asks Buffy out again. And has a fucking present for her. He's got a present? What in the fuck? He's I like, didn't Man, even think about this. She keeps rejecting me. I better buy her something. That makes girls like you, right? This is so weird. Man. It, he's like, oh, it's just a friendship present. Fuck that, Scott Hope. Yeah, we've seen Xander do that shit before. We know that's bullshit. Yeah. It's a ring that has a heart in it. Come it's on. a chowder ring. Come he on. found the chowder ring. Yeah. And so Buffy loses her shit, Ovs. Right. Yeah, she's she's wigged out by the chowder ring, and she basically just runs away. Uh, and we learn that Faith's Watcher is not actually on retreat. Faith's Watcher is dead. She's what? He's a 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 what? You what? He's a what? She's a what? He's a what? She's a what? There's a what? He's a what? She's a what? He's a what? She's what? He's a music man. Dun, dun, dun. Nice. I meant to do one of those when we found out what Faith, that Faith was the, no, uh, another Slayer. Oh. Forgot to do it. Yeah, whatever. Haven't had one in a while. I, yeah, Missed we it. haven't. Missed I got it you. bad. Thanks. Right, so Faith at this sketchy motel. Uh-huh. Blah, blah, blah. Taquitos shows up. Uh, he gets in being super scary, probably. Buffy is with Faith at this point, and they get away, at least for a little while. And Faith's like, yo, Tostitos is really scary. He killed my watcher, and it was super horrific, and I had to watch, and I couldn't do anything to help. And you're like, wow, yeah, you're pretty effed up, Faith. No, like, she's really messed up about it, and... 
it's like it's great honestly oh, like it's such I, good acting i feel bad for the character obviously oh yeah but we go from like you know she so, shows up like cool happy fun times and now she's talking about this horrific thing she witnessed and you're just like mm-hmm. oh my god like i really i really feel bad for you like yeah. way worse than i ever felt for buffy the depth and the range is really good here Hell yeah. real good yeah, because Buffy has seen horrific, done horrific things. Yeah. And I don't feel nearly as bad for her as I do for Faith in You're this moment. You're just like, ugh, Buffy. <laughs> Weird. Very strange. Buffy mentions that the first rule of slaying is not to die. Mm, I would I would actually argue this. Oh. I think that slayers are the most prepared to die because they're expendable, right? Right. You would say that. The first rule of most people is not to die. Slayers should be prepared to die for the people that they are saving. I think the first rule of slayers is kill demons. Yeah. yeah. Slay vampires. Yeah. This is all making me sound a lot more heartless than the things that I actually believe. Right, right, right. Uh, I don't think Buffy should die. No. Anymore than she already has. And I know she will, though. So that's too bad. But... (laughs) (laughs) Who's to say, Dave? As I love to say when we talk about things that are going (laughs) to happen. That definitely happen. I love it because it's such a good indicator for me that I'm (laughs) actually on the right track. (laughs) When I refuse to talk about it. Oh, no. If I ever say something that's wrong, you're like, what? What are you talking about? But then when I get on the right track, it's like, who's to say? Ah, <laughs> yes. That's a good point. I think I feel bad, bold-faced lying to you. Thank you for that. As yeah. a friend, I really appreciate that. So I'd rather just say, who's to say? And then you know you're on the right track. Or it's yeah. like when you told me that a giant snake lives inside the mare's body and I laughed hysterically <laughs> at you. <laughs> right? No, he's a, giant, he's a giant snake. Yeah. In a little tiny body. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, God. Trick gets away. Taquitos gets killed. So Mr. Trick is basically like, you know, this whole episode, he's really not giving a shit about Faith. He's like, yeah, (laughs) she scarred you or whatever. But like, look at the opportunity that Sunnydale provides for us. And so he's pretty done with Taquitos. Right. Yeah, it doesn't really care. And Taquitos is like, ah, I will kill both Slayers. But then Faith shoves a giant fucking like beam of wood through him. Yep. (gasps) It's real good. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, as you get older as a vampire, you get bigger, too, or something. It's a big guy. Oh, man. It's it's so weird, too, because the master was originally supposed to be, like, so old that he looked like a bat. That that was, like, the character design. Huh. And so they scaled it back a bit, but that's why he looked like he did and had fruit punch face. Right. I think that the design of the master... When you when you say this guy's a super old vampire, you're like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like yeah. he would he would look like that based on and what I think about vampires. And his hands are crazy, yeah, because oh, they're like mm. uh, the fingers are elongated and stuff. And yeah. he's always in vamp face. He can't go unvamp faced. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, this guy's super old and also a vampire, so he has cloven hands and feet. And you're like, what? And that's where they lose me really every time. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Trick gets away. Taquitos gets killed. Woo! Thank goodness. <laughs> Faith will stay in Sunny D for a little bit cool. while she like gets a new watcher or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Who's to say? It's probably going to be Wesley. Eh, we'll see, Dave. We'll see. Who's to say, Michaela? Who's to say? <laughs> uh, and it turns out that all of Ripple's pestering has finally worked. Yeah. Slash Buffy finally has had enough time to process everything. And she finally tells them about what actually happened. Yeah. Thereby encouraging Willow to do more magic. Angel had his soul back when I killed him. It was super traumatic. 
And yeah, that's what's up. And Giles is like, actually, I knew that. Not to her. <laughs> or he, he's like, I, I didn't know that, but you know, he implied there is that no he ritual. Knew something. Because yes, yeah. this whole ritual was a smokescreen to get right. Buffy to tell him what she wasn't telling him. Willow's still really on board the let's do more magic train, though. Yeah. Which, that's her character for a little bit. And I'm yep. fine with that. Yeah. I think this is a really good way to advance Willow's character, actually. It definitely really solid is. Writing. And the ritual did work, right? Like, yeah. the fact that she is a person with essentially no magical training who then was able to do what is probably a pretty difficult spell. Mm, something that took a whole gypsy village before. Right. Clearly she has some aptitude for it, so... I mean, yeah, it's like I was saying, everything Willow tries, she's amazing at. So, of course, she's going to stay on this path. Yeah. We get a nice scene of Buffy talking to Scott. And you know what? When he turns away, you're like, good for you, buddy. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> that's that's the right thing to do. And then he's like, you know what? No, it's fine. I'll, I will go out with you. Like, no. Okay. You are young. This is the time to go out with Faith because she's clearly crazy, but it's going to be so much fun. <laughs> There's no expectation of a long-term thing, and she's cray enough that you're like, she's not looking for long-term stuff in any way right now, right? Like, she's just having fun. And she's gonna take you on, like, some crazy dates where, like, God it's only gonna be knows amazing. what wacky stuff you'll get up to. You're minors! Yeah. It'll all go away when you turn 18! Yes! Get up to some crazy uh, shit right now, man. This is the time. Do it. Don't stick with Buffy. That shit's boring as fuck. Oh my god. But no, Buffy is his dream girl for some unknown uh, reason. I really can't wrap my head around Scott right now, and I I don't really care then. No. <laughs> it's like, oh, who cares? I especially loved your reaction when I mentioned that I had watched the episode, and you were like, there is no hope. I was like, yeah, there is Scott hope. And you're like, who? <laughs> Like, 100%, no, no memory of this, <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> anyway, Buffy is finished with her grieving. Yeah. Or ready to, like, start leaving things behind her more. She takes her chowder ring back to the mansion where she killed Angel, leaves it on the ground, and walks away. And what a hell of a button we get, because <laughs> fade to black bright light fades up and bam angel gets like terminatored right down on the floor naked shivering and scared and i got the feeling dave that you weren't really expecting this no no because <laughs> it's the episode where faith comes back not like the, yeah what angel what are yeah. you doing here buddy how you doing just like it's such a very joss thing to do like oh Ugh. buffy's finally over it she's finally moving on <laughs> Better bring Angel back. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's good. Uh, fuck. I'm also thinking, so Angel went to hell, right? Yep. Or like a hell dimension or something. Yeah. Something along that line. Yeah. Bright side, this has got to seem like heaven in comparison, right? Well, I'm trying to think what, when they were talking, like Spike and Drew and everybody, when they were talking about Akathla. I think they kind of, yeah, sure. I think they kind of said like it was a dimension where humans were fucked but demons were okay. Oh. But then having a soul yeah. and being a demon probably still going to be a bad time. Angel looks pretty shaken up when he comes back. Yeah. Doesn't look like he's been having a grand old adventure. <laughs> I mean something's been going down. I'm also very confused cuz I'm not sure at this point whether putting the chowder ring on the floor brought him back or whether it was just incredibly coincidental. You know what, Dave? Was the chowder ring glowing? I guess you'll have to keep wondering that. Until Forever. next week. Oh. Or 
Wait, what? <laughs> Forever, what? Dave. What? <laughs> what? How? What? Okay. Oh, okay. Because I I had no idea that Angel came back. I thought it just like went over to Angel the spinoff series, and yeah, yeah, it no. was it was like hand waved in there that he was back. Nope. That turned out not to be true. Sure. And then isn't. I was like, I have no idea how he comes back. And now, now I'm thinking I know why. Because I never knew how he came back. He was just back. You know a lot more now, that's for sure. I'm, hmm, I'm having difficulty processing this right now. While I'm doing that, do you want to tell us about your favorite outfit from the episode? Oh, how do I pick? Oh, no. What am I saying? It's the get up that Faith's in when she shows up. Oh, so good. Like, how could it be anything else? Man? Oh, it's so good. It's not Willow's <laughs> stupid sweater orange pants combo. Oh, and I forgot to mention that later on this episode, she has another fuzzy sweater on. Oh, God. Like, she's literally wearing a second fuzzy sweater in the same episode. It's fucking crazy. It just, like, it makes her so much bigger. Like an animal raising its hackles. (laughs) Good times. Did you like this episode, Michaela? Oh, yeah. Fun episode. I had a fuck ton of fun with this. I think good. it does like a really, really good job of what it wants to do. Yeah. It introduces Faith. It sort of shows you the two sides of her and gives you all this backstory in a way that isn't like shoving it down your throat. That first like time it's... I heard that line when she says, my dead mother punches harder than that, <laughs> oh, told man. me so much right? I needed to know yeah. about Faith. How? How do you get that density of information across? <laughs> Oh, so good. Yeah. All right, Dave, are you prepared? Uh, I don't know if you possibly I, can I be. I can't be. You never are. Although maybe I'm in his head now. I don't know. So, the one with Faith. Mm-hmm. I love this episode, mainly because it's the first episode with Faith, who is one of my favorite characters in the entire show. On board, yeah. Yeah, we go into the... Summary. Requisite the summary, summary. blah, blah, blah. Faith's here, trick, blah, blah, blah. And then we get into... And this is, I think, one of the earlier reviews again, because there isn't like a best part, worst part. Okay. But there's just a second paragraph that's more of like an opinion. Oh. Something else I love about this episode, the title. Did you know it has an actual reason for being called Faith, Hope, and Trick? I found out that it is simply the names of three characters who make their first appearance in this episode. What? Faith, Scott Hope, and Mr. Trick. (laughs) Teeks. Teeks, buddy. Teeks, we gotta have... We gotta have a chat... About your perception of... Did you watch the episode? Overall, How? I give this episode a 10 out of 10. 10 out of... Wow, okay. I am I understand that. Uh, on his generous scale, sure. Yeah. And especially because a lot of it is just like, oh, cool, Faith's here. I love Faith. I love this episode, you know? So much of this episode is all talking about Ugh. Faith, Hope, and Trick. I know, it really is. And like is. bringing up their names when it can... How, how is that? Like, take Scott Hope out of this fucking episode, you know? Yeah, like, Faith why? and Trick would be fine. Sure. But how is that your fact? How, Listen. Who didn't... I just need hmm. to tell you that three out of three people found this review helpful. Oh, no! They did not! <laughs> there is no conceivable way that that's true. Three out of three. <laughs> three for three? Hit it. How? <laughs> Wow. Oh, man. Michaela, I'm going to ask you a question. And it's a question that I don't know the answer to yet. Who won this episode? <sighs> Shit. Let's let's rule some things out. It weren't Buffy. No, nope, ain't Buffy. I don't think. I think it's Giles again. Is it Giles? Yep. 
I was thinking Giles before too, but maybe that's just because we're a podcast with a noted pro-Giles slant. <laughs> uh. It's definitely not Hope, right? Like, Scott Hope does uh. nothing in this. Xander's barely in it, as is Cordy. Oh, no. Mr. Trick wins. Mi- right. right. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, no, that's it. That's it for sure. Mr. Trick yeah. wins this episode. Yeah. Faith's coming in somewhere up the top. Yeah. Like, Faith comes out better than she came in. Because she got rid of the guy who was chasing her and trying to kill her. And gave her those horrifying nightmares. Yeah. Like, found some people to hang out with who are maybe going to be, like, somewhat of a support system for her. Yeah. But I think overall, Mr. Trick just fucking walking away. Yeah. And just being like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get out of here. Go do something and else. <laughs> keeping the rest of the vamp posse alive, too, right? Like, like he's just... Yeah. He's out of there bringing the rest of the vamps with him as he's like, "Mm, that guy, he's got outdated ideals about what vampires should be doing in Sunny D. Yeah. I've got the real scoop. Yeah. Trick wins for sure. Because I would have said Giles because he does in the end get Buffy to tell him what he's been asking. That's a minor victory though. But he doesn't win in the way that Mr. Trick does. No, no, definitely not. What's, uh, What's coming up on the next episode? Next episode is called Beauty and the Beasts. Okay. There are a series of attacks that occur in Sunnydale that look Uh. like they could have been performed by some sort of large animal. Hard to (gasps) say. And so, as you might suspect, the primary (gasps) suspect is our favorite neighborhood werewolf. Yeah! Oh, I, man. Okay, so we've got Oz, which I like. Yep. We've got multiple werewolves, which is what I thought was happening in phases anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's always about multiple werewolves. God, I hope. I really hope so. And hopefully there won't t- be too much Scott Hope in there. Oh, Although, and there's that whole thing where Angel's we'll all naked and shaky. Right, yeah, right, no, yeah. they've got to explain carefully so that the fans know how he came back. Yeah, that's true. I bet that Scott Hope's going to stick around now that Angel's back, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah, Buffy's the, over yeah. Angel now. Yeah. Because Scott's Hondo here. P, yeah. <gasps> All right. I'm looking forward to that. That'll be good. There's some, there some nice threads being set up. We'll probably see Trick doing a bit of stuff, I'd imagine. Maybe not. Maybe he takes an episode off. I don't know if it's going to be yet. I can't. I can't remember for sure. Yeah, because like Spike and Drew weren't once an episode. They were also featured people. Yeah, and they yeah. weren't, they would come, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we might not see him, but he'll be, you know, in the background doing his thing. That'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Sounds good. Cool, cool. Well, that's about it from us here at Welcome to the Hellmouth, finally. This is a long one. Uh, I don't know what we went on about. If you want to reach out to us, you can always do that. You can hit this episode up on the Reddit. That's buffy.reddit.com. You can email us, beyondthenew.hellmouth at gmail.com. That's in the show notes. Or you can reach out to us personally, either Michaela or I, and you can find us on Second Life, the virtual world simulator. I'm on there, at SimShady. Michaela? <laughs> I'm on there at Half-Life 3 confirmed. Nice. You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) Confirmed. Well, that's about it for us here. Until next time, farewell from the hell now. Hellmouth.
Hellmouth. Hellmouth. Hellmouth.